Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Tunnel Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me as usual is... CDL113, the droid you're looking for. And the top Bob. And today we're going to reach deep back into our memories. And we're going to talk about some of the old uh, original Xbox games. Uh, you know, some of our favorites are some of the ones we played the most... Uh, so we're bringing this up because we got a request uh, on one of our previous videos uh, where me and the uh, token millennial who isn't with us today, you know, we're talking, we were talking about the uh, uh, Microsoft buying uh, Zenimax, which gave them Bethesda and Id and whatnot. Uh, and, they, and I may butcher this name, Nada Serta. Uh, commented asking if we could discuss early Xbox content, uh, specifically calling out Fable and Halos 1 through 3, though Halo 3, I believe, was on the 360 and not the original Xbox. Yeah. But, uh, so we're gonna give that a shot today, uh, whether we get to those specific games or not, kind of up in the air, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, All right, man, which one of you wants to start us off? I guess I'll start us off. All right. Throw us uh, out there again. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. Uh, they were, you know, kind of a consecutive set. Uh, you ended up finding out, like, in the first game, you start out as a uh, uh, member of the Republic. Uh, by the time it's done, you find out your character's Darth Revan. Spoilers. But it was... It was the, yeah, spoiler alert. You find out or, uh, through playing you, you build your character up. It's the first RPG game I ever played on uh, the Xbox. And uh, it was the first Star Wars RPG, for that matter. And uh, you just, when you, your character starts, you're level one, uh, you have a blaster and a, a vibro sword. And as you go along, you can pick up better, you know, blasters or blaster rifles or other melee weapons. And eventually you find out your character's force sensitive and then you start gaining, uh, can start gaining Jedi levels. But when you start off, you're either a soldier, a scoundrel, or a scout. I think there was the three you know, basic levels you could take. And then once you became a Jedi, you picked which path you wanted, whether it was Jedi Knight, Jedi Guardian, or Jedi Master. Something like that. Was it Master or was it like Counselor? Counselor. Yeah, Counselor. Counselor. And you know, after that, you went just Jedi levels. And uh, I can remember the first time I played through it, you know, you advance up. You end up like, 10 or 12 levels of you know your your baseline character before you end up getting to be able to take Jedi so I know a lot of people I did this You, I, I leveled my character up to like second or third level when I went back through it and you could you had a save feature that would say you would save a checkpoint and I would play through and just struggle to get through to where you could become a Jedi 
that way I could take all those other levels as Jedi and you'd be more powerful. You get more force powers that way. Sounds and like some cheating to me. Struggle to do that, but you know, it was a great game because you know, like you could modify weapons, you could modify your lightsabers. Uh, Depending on which power set you took, you could either be really, really great with a lightsaber or you could be really, really great with your force use. And it was it was a fun game. And the sequel to it just improved on what was there. It, it, they didn't take away anything. They just added to and gave you more uh, social uh, changes. Because you know, I think in the second one, you started out as a force user. And by the time you end up at the end of that game, you have faced a bunch of other Force users. And it, it was just a great series, the way mm. they handled it. Well, it had a huge following, too. Yeah. And it was on Very Xbox. Good. It was on computer. I don't know if it was on PlayStation or not. Uh, there's actually, I want to say, currently there is a fan petition going, pushing for a 20th anniversary remake of the game. Yes, yes. Uh, I only, I only kind of dabbled with it, and I bought it kind of cheap, you know, well after it'd been out, and I th think maybe on PC. I forget where it was I was playing it. I got somebody's copy. I had somebody's copy because I know I played it. I think it's with my Xbox game. I'm pretty sure I didn't buy it. Well back when you could go rent games, I rented that thing like four or five times and my wife finally went, just buy the game. <laughs> so I bought me a copy. And, Are you cheaper in the long run? Yeah. And I played that thing. And she, she finally got tired of hearing, you know, lightsabers and, you know, force powers going off. And she's like, buy something else, rent something else just for a week or so I, i'm tired of hearing it and uh i love this game yeah it, you know, it was one of those series that that you know i really got into and uh i you know i was disappointed when they didn't make a third or fourth one you know when the next xbox came out because you know the next xbox had better graphics and it's like man they should have really made a you know well they did they did go and do old republic the, you know the online game yeah, but I, I never bought the online game. Mm -hmm. So, of uh, you know, you can play the first so many levels I think for free. So I've played through like all the character classes. I've played through the little beginning stage, which is kind of fun. Yeah, but uh, I, I think you know, uh, you mentioned Halo a while ago when yeah when you bought the Xbox, Halo was the game that came with it. My wife got tired of hearing the, you know, when you're going through that one level and the, the AI is laughing at you. you know, You'll see Spark. The, yeah. And she got tired of hearing that. She's like, you just turn the volume. I can't turn the volume down. I won't know when the monsters are coming up on me. And that's when she said, put your game on that TV. I'm going to watch TV in, in here so I don't have to hear it. That's when Danny started to hate me. No. Could be, could be. All right, Todd, what do you got? Obi-Wan. I believe you mean Star Wars Episode One, Obi-Wan. 
I don't know if it. No, it didn't go into Star Wars Episode One, Obi Wan. I think it was just Obi Wan. Mm, let me check. Let me check. Go ahead. Go ahead and start talking about it. Because it it only tangentially touched Episode One. It it kind it was kind of around the same period. You kind of did some of the, some of the stuff from that. I know you wrapped up with the fight fighting Darth Maul. But that heavily implies that you go through episode one at some point. It didn't, the storyline didn't really have a whole hell of a Yeah, lot. it was Star Wars, Obi-Wan. Yep, yep, hey. you're right. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here, look, I pulled up the list, and you've got Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, Jedi Starfighter, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, Obi-Wan, Republic Commandos, and Starfighter, and then the Clone Wars. Yep, came out like in 2001. That, that's like, you realize that sucker is 19 years old now? Yeah, it was It was the second game that I got for my Xbox. It was my favorite game for my Xbox. It was the one that I played the most in the first day. I knew the name of it when I, when I said it. But anyway, <laughs> like I said, it, 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 it was one of those games where it was not basically your your uh, game-based, something like Revenge of the Sith. The Revenge of the Sith actually kind of followed the story. Obi-Wan, you start out fighting gangsters and mm. all kinds of crap. Uh, I enjoyed it because not only could you use your force powers in concert, which was nice, you could lop off the limbs. Yeah. God, yeah. I enjoyed lopping off the limbs. And that, that, well, those days are gone because Disney owns it now. But, uh, but yeah, because that used to be my thing is that when I got where I could do like the force push and the weapon pull, so pull the guns from them as I was force pushing them off, most of the time off of something high. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can do absolutely sick combinations in that thing. Yeah, you can do crazy shit with that game. I, I remember when that game got popular and uh, one of those uh, parent groups went crazy about because the limb, limbs being locked off. They went crazy about it and the Punisher game because of the horrific things you could do if you, you know, were, when you yeah. were interrogating. Punisher, Punisher came out a bit later, I think. But. Yeah, yeah, Punisher came out, but the, the same group went mm. after both games. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Obi Wan was a launch. Like I said, I, that was that was really the one time that I got a game, I got a system. Pretty much when it came out. Yeah. And. Yeah, that one that one was my jam. Yeah, my only so problem that, with it was the graphics were a little weak. Yeah, I think they released we're it on all, all the platforms, and it looked more like a PlayStation Two game that they just ported over. Yeah, my problem with it was the fact that even though you had levels where you had other Jedi running around with you, it was one player. Yep, even though it said two player on the back. Yeah, because. The two-player thing was you had a versus. Yep, you had a little battle, which me and you did have some fun with. Yeah, yeah, we did. Though eventually it got yeah. where the fights really just came down to that initial charge because we would we'd get you know we'd start off the side of the arena and we charge, ah! yep. and it was whichever one of us got the force push off first tended to win. Yeah, because we'd get over there and whack on the guy who had fallen down before we get back up. Pretty much. Yeah. Once we once we'd both learned the game, that was pretty much it. Which you know it's kind of like the samurai charge. You know, two samurais, you know, fight, and they, they charge each other and do the quick slice. Well, then it's then the fight's just over. But, yeah, you know, there was, like, uh, 
as soon as you get to that part where you go in, I want to say you go in for a cortosis mine because you yeah because you fight you fight through these gangsters you fight when you fight the lead gangster he's got a cortosis weapon then you get sent on a mission basically to find out where the hell they getting cortosis from you go to the mine and the neat thing is you're running around with Qui-Gon. And that whole time I'm running around with Qui-Gon in the swamp, I'm going, why in the hell can't I have this? Can't somebody jump into this part and we go through this shit to player? Yeah. Because you end up running into guys that are wearing Cortosis armor. Yeah. And you have to wail on them forever and a day to weaken to get a, a kill shot on them. Unless you use force powers yeah, on them to knock them off something. But, uh, cause you go, you, you fight into the thing with Qui-Gon and then when you get through that facility and you come out, hell, you have Kiati Mundi, uh, Plo Koo, you have a whole bunch of Jedi, you have a squad of Jedi out there and all of you fight that yep. thing. I'm like, why in the hell is this duplicate? Yep. I can still remember the first level where you're fighting on Coruscant, you're fighting gangsters. You get to the gangster boss at the end who's standing on a platform. And if you know to do it, as soon as you come out of the like uh, little cinematic kind of portion where you can move, you just charge forward and force push him as hard as you can. And if you do it right, you blow him off the platform and he lands on a smokestack way back behind him, catches on fire and dies immediately. Yep. <laughs> you know, Or you can fight him where he can actually put up a fight, you know. At least hey, you can, you at can that fight point you of the game. You, know, you can just do the Jedi way. Yeah. Yep. We'll end this quickly. Hey, you poor bastard. Well, you know, once you know how to play the game, the fight doesn't take that long anyway, but when you're first yeah. starting the game up, that, that dude put up a little bit of a fight, if I recall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell, most of the bosses put up a fight until you learn how to beat them. The only one that, hell, was any kind of challenge even after I knew how to play it was Maul. Maul is rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he can match you move for move. Yeah, and, that, he, that's and, what made and he, like, he, was, he was really the first bastard that could force push you back. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to say he had something that would block your force powers too. Yeah, it's like he could defend himself from him, basically. Dirty motherfucker! I actually got to try and fight him. Yep, and I think you fought him over and over and over again. I seem to recall yeah. going over to your, your spot a lot, and you'd be in the middle of fighting him. Well, yeah, because that not as much as I would go over there and see you killing the younglings in episode three, but you know. Well, I killed the younglings in episode three just because that was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you were working at the D-Home at the time, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that, I used to do that every every morning when I got home. Well, well, I certainly loved loved me some Obi-Wan. I'd have to say my jam on the original Xbox or some of the early games uh, had to be Crackdown. Were you Not King or Cop? They are, you know, not a perfect game by any means, but I love it warts and all. Uh, I mean, just to be able to go around town, super leaping, ground, ground poundings, you know. Yeah, the, the gun stuff was neat too, but I was there for the superpowers. I One think the, the, the car stuff was about the only thing I didn't get into in that game. Well, that was what I was about to say. One of the things that cracked me up in that game, as you leveled up, your car would level up with you. Mm. Which is something they did not really carry over to the rest of the games. No, they didn't. Uh, you just, but, as, as your car leveled up there, you just got be- access to better vehicles as opposed to your car yeah. being a supercar. One of the things I did like is, like, as you got stronger and leveled up, you could pick cars up and chunk them. Mm. And if you 
did it right, you could throw them up on top of buildings and then jump up to the top of the building, pick the car up again, and throw them even farther. I used to sit there and practice doing that, so that way when I ran into it like a, a boss or a boss group, chunk a couple of cars up on the building, jump up there, and throw them down on top of them and cause all the cars on the street to explode. Yeah, if you killed civilians... Yeah, you lost experience, came which was a response to some of those kind of parent groups getting upset about, you know, the Grand Theft Autos and stuff like that. Yeah. And given that you were a cop, it made, well, wasn't realistic, yeah. but it made sense. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the, the way you leapt let from building to building and collecting them little dots that would power you up. Well, that's how but, you powered up your super leaping. Yeah. yeah. But... One of the games that later on in some of the other consoles, uh, oh, Saints Row, uh, one where you become president and then the aliens invade. Oh yeah, yeah, the only one I played. They they have a homage to that where you're jumping up on buildings to collect points. That entire game was just their take on Crackdown, fit into that yeah. universe. Yeah, you know, instead of instead of spoofing the Grand Theft Auto game like the earlier ones did. That one basically spoofed Crackdown. Yeah. Which is probably why I played so much of it. But, uh... There was a lot of things that they spoofed in that game. If mm -hmm. you had played a bunch of other style of games, you'd sit there and go, oh, they just ripped that straight off. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the, one of the nice things about that is they literally showed you a shark on your ship show, telling you, hey, we have jumped the shark. Hmm. Well, I think the and I think the original Crackdown was the only one that appeared on the first Xbox. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was one. There was one of those games that uh, you remember back in the days of Xbox Magazine, mm -hmm. you know, like a ten dollar mag, but it would come with a uh, disc full uh, of demos. Disc. Yeah, it had a disc full of demos. That's the only place I ever played Crackdown. I played yeah. the hell out of that demo, but I, yeah, the first Crackdown sold really well. But a lot of it had to do with it came with the Halo Combat Evolved demo. Yeah. Which a lot of people picked the game up as much for that as anything. Yeah. I, you were mentioning that Halo 3 came out on the thing, on uh, the second one. Mm -hmm. I was going to mention that uh, with Halo, you had Halo 1 and 2, and then Halo 2 multiplayer map pack, Halo triple pack, and then Halo uh, Combat Evolved, or the Halo Combat Evolved was the first one. Yeah. But the rest of it was basically Halo One and Two was standard, but Halo Two you had the mm -hmm. multi pack, uh, well, and then the triple pack. Let's go ahead and out. jump to the first Halo because I think we all played the first Halo extensively. Yeah, yeah. I, I that played... was the third game that I got for my Xbox. Well, it most of the time, most likely, it came with your Xbox. Nope. Nothing came with my Xbox. No, huh. nothing came with the Xbox originally. I got, I got. When I tell you, I got the Xbox when it came out. When it, if you bought that some bitch like that, you got a controller. Mm -hmm. One. I had when I bought because the way I bought my system was, uh, I just moved out and I was trying to build credits, and I went and borrowed like five or six hundred bucks, and I was like, I don't really need it. Ooh. But Xbox is out. And I went and bought the Xbox, an extra controller. I bought the, because the, to use your uh, DVD player on it, you had to buy the remote. Yeah. I went and bought the remote, 
and I, I had one game, and my first game was Dead Alive 3, and my birthday came up. It was my birthday. Uh, no, it's Christmas. And Dad, for my Christmas, was getting me a game, so I had money to get a game, and I went with Jason, and I bought, I can't remember if Obi-Wan was the one I bought, and he bought me Halo, or I bought Halo, and he bought Obi-Wan, but yeah, that's how I ended up with three of them, because that, that was the New Year's that, hell, we played fucking video games till eyeballs imploded. New Year's or Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah, it was Christmas Eve. I take that lie back. Because yeah, for a Christmas while Eve. there, Halo, the Halo games were our Christmas Eve tradition. Yeah. I'd get there uh, early, we'd play up to about five, and then I'd head back to the folks for Christmas dinner, or Christmas Eve dinner. Well, see, Jennifer got me the first Xbox for Christmas one year. We were we were sitting around, like, my birthday hit in November, and I can't remember what I got for my birthday that year, but she was asking me, what do you want for Christmas? And I had been seeing the advertisements for the Xbox. And I was like, I wouldn't mind having one of those. And she saw the price tag. She goes, I don't know about that. And I'm like, well, you know, can't get that. I'll, you know, you can just buy my comic. Well, I'll buy my comic books out of the thing. And I might get me, you know, some sort of, you know, special edition graphic novel or a back issue that I've been looking for. And she's like, okay. Well, she had this big box wrapped up under the tree, and I, I never said a word, but I thought, hmm, that's about the size of one of the next boxes. When I opened it, it the, my mind came with Halo. And then there were a couple other smaller boxes under the tape, under the tree, and one looked like about the size for a game. Well, it had her name on it, and I'm thinking, why would she buy herself? But she wanted to buy, her and her dad used to play the driving games together yeah. on uh, the Atari and then on the uh, Genesis, not Genesis, uh, first Nintendo. And uh, so she wanted a driving game because she liked that, and she had bought an extra controller. So we would sit and play that together, and she tried playing the Halo, but she, she just didn't like it. So I ended up playing through Halo all by myself. And there are times where it would have been real handy to have a second person sitting up in the gunner's seat firing while I'm driving. But, yeah, I ended up playing through Halo 1, 2, and 3 all by myself. Good Lord. There, there are levels where it's like... Yeah, that's, it, that was the reason why I only played Halo with Harris. Harris would come over and we play Halo. Yeah, I can remember on, on the second one, you called me one day like, dude, how do I get through this level? I'm like, which level is that? And he's like, oh, you're doing such and such. Okay, oh, yeah, you back up, you do such and such. And it was just like, I don't know, because like if somebody's driving and someone's shooting, it would make it a lot easier. But there wasn't any other, like if you got in, soldiers would jump in with you, but there were no soldiers around at that point. So I'm driving. Then having to, you know, hit the other button so you jump up in the gun and shoot, and I'd have to get back in the driver's thing and drive, and it was like a time thing that you were trying to drive and get away before something exploded. Yeah, we know, me and Jason, the end of, me and Jason, mm-hmm. never, yeah, yeah. we never beat the first. I, I like to never got to, because you would drive so far and you'd hit a checkpoint, and then if you died, yep. you'd start back at that checkpoint. Yep. And I finally made it to the end, and you basically do this running, you know, driving jump, with the thing and your vehicle lands in the back of the spaceship as it's closing and leaving the ring. 
Oh, God. I was exhausted by the time I did that. And The Warthog didn't drive worth a crap in the first game. No. Yeah, it was much they, easier they to drive in the second, third the, one. Yeah, movement sure in the second. But uh, I think my favorite memory from playing through that game uh, with Todd still has to be the first time the Flood showed up. Oh, good Lord, yeah. Because yeah. you go through that whole base and it's just empty and you find the one crazy guy and then it's the scene from Aliens where you're, you know, your motion detector's picking up all this stuff. And me and Todd, literally, we switch to our shotguns and we jump up on a table back to back. All right. Yep. In the middle of the room. All right. I don't know what's coming at us because, you know, it's the first game. You don't know what the flood is. Yeah. And there's little swarms that come in and then we're screaming like little schoolgirls or we're firing into this, you know, firing down yep. towards the floor. Imagine doing what that level by it? yourself. What's that? You know, it... Depending on if you had the rifle or the shotgun, you could pick up more ammo as you went along. Mm -hmm. The pistol was the only thing you never ran out of ammo. You might have to stop and reload. It would stop and reload every now and then. But you had unlimited pistol ammo. I got to that section, and I ended up just with my pistol going pop, 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 pop. Because if you hit the big, you know, you hit the big monsters, they would explode, and more of them little triple-looking mm -hmm. things would be coming at you. And it was like, oh, sweet mother of God. Yeah, save they were like grenade. cancerous dribbles. Say what? As they were like cancer stribbles. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I was playing that, and Jennifer come through the room, and she's like, is there any way you can stop that laughing? I said, I'm trying to kill I said, it's the AI. I'm just trying to kill the, the stuff that it's sending at me. And I'm like, oh, sweet Lord. Yeah. The flood, the flood level was my favorite of the first one. Easily. That and the sticky grenades... If you threw the sticky grenades on the little uh, alien critters that were real tiny. The grunts. Yeah, the grunts. And how they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it off, get it off, get it off. Sometimes yeah, they'd run off, towards you. Off. Sometimes they'd run towards their buddies. <laughs> then you got to the second game where you had the ballsy ones that have a grenade in both hands and just run towards you. Yeah. Yeah. And you go to the second game just because you could go John Woo. Yeah, two-handed. I like sneaking up on the grunts when they were asleep, too. Yeah. Huh, what's that? Shh, it's the demon. He's here. Yeah. It, it was like they It made me mad it. when they made it where you couldn't understand them anymore. Yeah, that was when the new studio was taken over. They did it in Reach, which, I was like, okay, it's a prequel, whatever. Maybe they don't know the language yet. Uh, despite the fact that it's a prequel that ends like five minutes before the first one starts, but... But then they kept doing it in the next, was it four? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once they made it where you couldn't understand them, you never understood them again. Yeah, it just, it just took some of the fun out of it. I mean, it, it, not that it was a super big something, but... But yeah, that to four being kind of mediocre anyway, yeah. Was it two that, hell, we were screaming so bad that I was scared my neighbors would go here? Uh... I can't remember if that was the end of two. No. The end of two, you have the fight with the big guy with the hammer. Yeah. And the Master right. falls through orbit. It's the third one where, you're, where we were driving around screaming like the Duke boys and falling, you yeah. know, and, or screaming like, and then screaming like little schoolgirls and we'd fall into the lava. Because that was another one where you were driving around the Warthog. But at least by three, you could actually control the Warthog. Yeah, because he was driving it and I was on the gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Todd refuses to drive, both in real life and games. Yeah, it was. <laughs> 
Well, we're probably getting about the end of our time. Uh, got anything else y'all want to bring up? Todd, I know you used to play a ton of NFL Blitz. Yeah, I used to play a ton of NFL Blitz. Uh, but but my game was, and I never owned it, but I used to rent the hell out of it. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. That was my <laughs> Was that the one that your dad walked in with? Oh, somebody's going to make porn for this. No, I was just Dead or Alive 3. Oh, okay. Because if, if that was the first game that I had, and... You know, that was when the Xbox is brand new. It's like, oh, look at the graphics. And like, if you if you went through it with Christy, yeah, the the end the end little movie with Christy was her in the shower, and you guys in there like, well, that's new. And yeah, Dad walked in when she's in the shower and was looking was like, man, somebody gonna make porn out of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my honorable mentions for me would be the, the Splinter Cell series. You know, all the different Splinter Cells that were Xbox, the first Xbox. Uh, man, I, I bought all of those. Mm-hmm. And when I got my Xbox 360, I played back through them again. Because, you know, you couldn't port your stuff from Xbox, the first Xbox over to the 360. Yeah, there was no backwards and compatibility. So I wanted all those achievements and so I played all the way back through all of them. And I just thoroughly enjoyed those games. I will I will say this in closing, though. I enjoyed the original Xbox more than I enjoyed any of the ones after. It was, I, I, I had a ball with that thing. I, it was, I liked being able to record my music on it. I liked being able to take my music and put it in the game. All that stuff was mad easy. I did the coolest entrance in Raw for for a created wrestler of mine that I've ever managed to do in that bunch. Yeah, Raw was a wrestling game that had real potential for greatness. And they just didn't quite have it, enough spit and polish on it. Yeah, it didn't have the spit and polish, but man, the, the things that you could do in that. Yeah, the, the, the character creator stuff, the entrance creator stuff. Truthfully, the career mode, probably my favorite out of anything. Yeah, any of the wrestling games. Like I said, it it out of out of the systems, I enjoyed that more than I did the rest of them because as soon as they went from the original to the 360, a lot of the stuff that was just kind of easy to do on that first one was a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, it's overcomplicating it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess I would call out uh, double. Uh, one of the James Bond games, I think it was Nightfire that I had, and I played through about half of the the single player game. You know, but what I so thoroughly enjoyed was the like two player versus modes they had that me and Todd would play. Specifically, the VIP mode where you know you're in you know two rows of buildings, there's a train track in the middle, is a train station essentially. Every so often, a train comes through, drops the VIP off. And something will tell you if it's your VIP or the other players. If it's yours, you got to protect them. If it's the other guy, you're trying to take him out. And so you're fighting each other. And me and Todd would get so caught up in shooting at each other that we would lose track of whose VIP it was. Yep. And one of us would just take a guess and shoot him. Pow! And then you hear, shit! Oh, must have been his <laughs> VIP he shot. Yep. Or we'd be hiding in the rooftop and I'd see him. And I'd be I'd be zooming in with my sniper, and just as I'd get the the crosshairs right on the side of his head from across the room, I'd hear "Oh shit!" and he'd duck. 
Because that cheating mofo was looking at my screen. <laughs> it was all on the same damn screen. Shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those, but, uh, those were the days of, of split, screen, split screen play that... I only played at one game split screen, and that was at my cousin's house. They had a family get-together, and my younger cousin had an Xbox, and he was, we were playing a, a football game. And the only way I could keep track of who was who was I remembered my colored jerseys, and I was looking at always looking at the back of my jerseys no matter what I was doing. And I just focused myself, look right there. And but trying to play other games split screen, like the driving game that my wife bought, man, I would get so turned around because I'd be trying to do stuff. And her, she was just hell on wheels driving in, in those games. I was crashing and wrecking, and I'm like, uh-uh, I can't do this. You, you that's when, that when you've got to start playing like Dale Earnhardt. Just start ramming into her. She would leave me in the dust. Oh, well, that's when you turn around and go the wrong way and ram into her. Good Lord. Because, hell, wasn't those X-Men games on the first Xbox? Yeah, the... Uh, uh, was it Marvel X-Men? Ultimate Alliance and then the... No, Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance X- came from them. Yeah, X- about X-Men Legends 1 and yeah. 2? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. X-Men Legends. That first one of them, man, when you do the story mode, hell, when you run around in the original X-Men and the Juggernaut is running through the man. Oh, yeah, when you do the, like, historical missions or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of that was really neat. I wish I wish to God some of that shit would come out with decent graphics. Yeah, as, as an anniversary edition kind of thing. Yep. Now the Again. the the commenter that requested this basically also mentioned Fable by name, but I never played Fable on the Xbox. Uh, I've got it on I, Steam, I like the remastered or whatever. But what was that? Uh, in? I said I played the Fable one and two on uh, the original Xbox. I thought I two was on the 360. Two, but uh, I, I finished the first one. And I never played a lot of the Legends of Zelda. I might play it a little bit if I was over at my cousin's house when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But it re- when that first Fable came out, it reminded me of a souped-up, you know, Legends of Zelda where, you know, Link was running around. But he, you, know, he, you had this, because it had this very cartoony look to it. Certain things about your character were chunky and, you know, it just had this very anime animated kind of feel to me, but I liked how, like, depending on what outfit you had on or what weapon you had, people reacted to you different, mm-hmm. and you could do different things. I just thought it was neat, and like, you could buy a house. It was the first game that you could go out and buy a house and buy different gear and make money. And, and it was well, just, the first one you played, maybe I doubt it was the first game that had housing. And, yeah, and it, and the trick is it didn't with if you I can remember when it when they first announced it with Xbox magazine, what if what you were supposed to be able to do and what you ended up being able to do were two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Well, they they were overly ambitious, but they still managed yeah. to crank out a good game. Yeah. That game was supposed to be a beast. I I know our friend Wayne. He played one, two, the expansion pack for two, and mm-hmm. then he played through three. Oh yeah, he he of all of us, I think he was the one that was the most in the fable. Yeah, he was he, was, he played those games and discovered every little nook and cranny and Easter egg and a cheat. Yeah, I tore through number two about like that. You know, three. Yeah. Me and Todd played through it in two player. The story and stuff didn't grab me as much with it, but but two I absolutely loved. Oh. 
run around yeah, like he, character, dressed like Zorro most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne got to where, like, that first one, he could beat the boss without getting hit. And, you know, it's like, and then the second one, he did the same thing, whoever the big boss was at the end yeah. of the second yeah, I don't think he, I don't know if he plays as many games as we do, but when he get when he gets one he likes he super focuses on it. You know, yeah, that the Fallout, Skyrim. Yeah, any game that he bought, he played it till he mastered it, and yeah, it was it was scary to hear, hear him talk about yeah I got this achievement I got that achievement I played such and such I'm like, good lord, dude, do you have a life? Still not as sick as we were you and Saints Row. Yeah, that's true. We, we, were, we were literally about to find that game. We were stewing on that motherfucker out in the <laughs> yard. Yeah. I hear about this goddamn Saints Row one more time. Yeah, I, I've played through every Saints Row incarnation except for Gat Out of Hell. Which I was have, the uh, DLC for, was it four? Uh, oh, yeah, five. Five, yeah. That was, yeah, five. Yo, I hadn't played that, that one that you bought. I haven't played that one either. Uh, I bought the one where you're fighting the aliens. What's the one after that? I don't know. I've only bought the one that you, where you fight the aliens. The the one where it's the one after that where you're not playing any of the original Saints Row characters. Oh, just... you, you no, that's not a Saints Row game. That is uh uh ah poop. What is it? Uh, it's lost. But you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, right? it's like R-rated G.I. Joe, basically. Yeah, but it, it was supposed to be a spin-off of... Agents uh, of Mayhem. What'd you say? It's Agents of Mayhem. Yeah, Agents of Mayhem. Well, the trick okay. is, it may be... At the end of Get Out of Hell, this is potentially spoilery. Uh, you get a... As Johnny Gat, you get multiple choices as kind of your reward when you defeat the devil. And in one of those choices, uh, you see everybody arrive back on the ship except Johnny. And it's like Johnny's a cop somewhere. And you see some of the recognizable characters in this alternate world. You know, like Mackenzie and stuff is still with the FBI. And Gap's like a detective or an investigator with the police. And it's almost like Agents of Mayhem takes place in that world. Oh, okay. Because you have Johnny Gat as a pre-order character. You know, if you pre-ordered it, like I did, uh, then he's an unlockable. And you had, like, Pierce or somebody. You had one other, for sure, uh, saint that was in it. But in that version, Pierce was the one that ran that group. Your main character from Saints Row never existed in that world. Okay. And you had this kind of Cobra-type organization that showed up, and, you know. So despite the fact that he was running a gang... He fought back against these super tech guys really effectively, so he got, you know, uh, recruited into Mayhem. That's a game that I was super hot for, and it was just so mediocre. Yeah. Not that, 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 not that I didn't like taking Johnny Gat and kicking everybody's ass, but... <laughs> but it just one, did not live up to that. One of the things about, like, Xbox, the fir very first one... You know, you still had movie rental places that, you know, you could rent movies or games. Mm. Well, you've got and red boxes now, though. Though the one at work does not seem to have games in it anymore. 
you know, you, you could go and rent a game and try it out before you bought it. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things I loved because, you know, there were times, oh, this is going to be the greatest game. I rent it and it's like, I cannot this stand the play. Yeah, I can't stand to even have it in my presence. It sucks so bad. Yeah. And there were other games I just would rent over and over until my wife went, just buy you a copy of it. I'm tired of renting this. That's one reason like, I don't go out and buy brand new games when they're brand new. I always, you know, unless there's some kind of pre-order like, you know, I really wanted Johnny Gat. And kind of got burned for it, but I, I usually wait for it to be out long enough that I hear that I have some reviews or some footage I can watch or something. But, but yeah, back in the old Xbox days, well, you know, you could get the Xbox magazine that came with demos. So, yep, yeah, yeah. that that has kind of fallen by the wayside. Even though it's easier to put out demos now, not everybody does yeah. it because you know some of these guys know their game sucks. They don't want you to know it at the time. Yeah, well, one of the nice things is like. If you have like the online subscription, mm. you can get some free demos sometimes. And well, you can also like get some of the classic games sometimes. But we're getting off on a whole other segue when this was supposed to be the wrap up. Yeah. So uh, I got some editing to do, so we need to go ahead and get off here. But uh, but anyway, to our commenter, I hope this you know I hope we kind of covered some of what you were wanting to hear. Uh, it was certainly a fun little walk down memory lane. Man, I love oh, some yeah. of those games. Oh, uh, so you know, uh, if you like it, hit like, subscribe, follow us. Uh, if we left off some of the early Xbox games that you really think you know should have been brought up, drop it in a comment uh, on on our site, on uh, on Facebook. Drop us a line at thenerdeternal at gmail dot com. Uh, I think that's all the social medias we're on. Well, no, I take that back. We've also got a Twitter. But uh, hey, we got we got a Twitter, we got an Instagram. We got don't don't have the Instagram. We never do nothing on Instagram. Yeah, I, I didn't say he'll do something on there. I'm just saying we got one. No he'll point in bringing it up. We don't use it. But uh, anyway, we'll see y'all next week. I've been your host, the experienced some called Jason, and joining me has been CDL one one three, the droid you're looking for, and the Todd Bob. Y'all have a good day. Peace.